Hello and welcome to From Wig Weave to Natural. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Natural Keisha. This is a channel that can be followed on all social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at From Wig Weave to Natural. Today, we have a special guest. Guest, can you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Hello, everyone. My name is Cindy Freke Celestin, and I'm from Nigeria, and um, I'm behind the channel The Dynamite Natural on YouTube. I'm a natural hair YouTuber, and I've had my natural hair journey for one year and nine months now. Great. And how is that going for you? It's going great. I mean, I've learned uh, I've learned a lot of things along the the way, and um, I've I've been helping other people to to you know um, get their natural hair journey kickstarted as well. Great. And what is your hair type, or do you go by hair type? Yes, I do go by hair type. My hair type. Um, falls um, within the type 4 category. I have the 4B4C hair type, but I do have a little bit of 4A in there as well. Okay, great. Well, I am 4B4C, and I think I do have a little touch of 4A also. That's something now you can have all these multi-types of hair. <laughs> On one <laughs> So, um, and you said that you had a YouTube channel? Yes, I do. I decided to create a YouTube channel because um, I've always loved hair from back in the day. I've always loved hair and I've always been curious about it. And when I, because here in Nigeria, um, when you're in high school or secondary school, as we call it, you go by your TWA. That's the standard style for secondary school girls here in Nigeria. I've always been curious about it. And when I was out of secondary school and I started keeping my hair, I got so curious. I learned how to grow my hair. And, you know, I, I do have people asking me, how to grow their hair. So it inspired me to start the channel. Okay, great. Great to hear. So we do have a couple questions. And the question number one would be, why do we wear scarves and hairnets to bed? Okay, about wearing scarves and hairnets. I don't wear scarves to bed because they fall off my hair when I sleep. They don't they don't stay tight. What I do with the scarves is that I lay the scarves on my pillow. You know, it's a satin scarf, so it's good for the skin anyway. And um I use bonnets to sleep and the purpose is to retain moisture in your natural hair because if you do not use your bonnets when you're going to sleep it will spoil anything that you've done to your hair probably your your hairstyle or your um the moisture you've put in your hair probably after your wash day so the bonnet or the scarves 
help to retain that moisture. For the hair nets, I use hair nets when I am around in the house, but I'm not going to bed yet. It helps you to keep your hands out of your hair. Yes, and see, that's the biggest thing for me, that H-I-H, hands in the hair. Yeah. I just love to put my hands through my hair. I just love the way it feels. It's totally different from relaxing the hair. You know, I had to get used to that, but I love the way it feels. So that's probably uh, a habit for me, I would say. And I'm pretty sure it's a habit for a lot of more people, which is the hands and hair. Um, now, scarves, I was wearing the cotton scarves at first before I became natural. And I would always see um, a lot of, of my hair on that cotton scarf. So now that I'm wearing the satin bonnet, I don't see any hair, which is great. I, I have even put um, light to the bonnet just to see if I see any of my um, hair strings on there. And it's totally different now. And I, I like it because I keep more hair on my head. And as far as, like you said, um, keeping the moisture in your hair, because, you know, all hair love moisture. And when we don't have that moisture, oh, my God, it can act somewhat of crazy. <laughs> yeah. And um, I love it, though. And it's good to even have a satin pillow. Also, I learned um, I didn't have any satin pillowcases. I had cotton pillowcases. So I obtained that too, that it's good to have either or um, satin bonnet or a satin pillowcase to help with your hair so it won't dry out moisture. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And even if you do not have like a satin um, pillowcase or a silk pillowcase, if you have a satin um, scarf, you can lay it up top the um, your, your, your pillowcase, your cotton pillowcase, and it will help for, you know, if the bonnet decides to slip off your head, or it actually does also help with your skin as well. It reduces your breakouts and it really helps with your skin. Mm, okay. Number two, why are Black women so worried about getting their hair wet? About that, I think it has to stem from, you know, back in the day when um, Black women used to um, use the hot combs to straighten their hair. You know, back then there were no relaxers for permanent straightening of the hair or permanent um, texture change. So, you know, ladies were scared of getting their hair wet so that it doesn't revert from the perfect, you know, texture in quotes. So that fear has always been there. And even till now, when women are now natural, the fear of shrinkage is also there. So that is why most black women are afraid of um, um, water, you know, getting their hair wet. And, you know, it has to take you some time and an adjustment in mindset before you, you actually learn that water is actually good for your hair. Right, right. Because I remember back when I had a relaxer on my head, um, it was like you couldn't 
go underwater in the pool. You can get in the pool, but you could not go underneath and get that hair wet or else you'll be sitting back in the chair getting a touch-up or getting the flat, um, not the flat comb, but the hot iron, excuse me, ran back hair. So that was like torture. So we knew not to get our hair wet. And now that I am natural, I love getting my hair wet. I have no problem with getting my hair wet because first became best friend. That's one best friend that I can call on for everything. Before I apply product, while I'm washing my hair, or if I just want to wake up the hair in the morning. You know, like once you wake up in the morning, you just want to mist a little yeah. bit. Water has became my best friend. So I have no problem with <laughs> and the shrinkage yes you do have the shrinkage but what I learned about that shrinkage it's good some good in it yeah it does it is and it will fool you too because it will have you thinking oh my hair is not growing because it's you know you're looking at the shrinkage I learned not to just look at that all the way like um saying my hair is not growing my hair is from It's a good thing. It re represents healthy hair. Mm -hmm. And number three, name a hair product or item that every Afro texture, or should I say natural, person should have. Every Afro texture or natural hair person should have a leave-in conditioner. If you are to be stranded in an island or something and they're asking you to pick one product, pick a leave-in conditioner. I cannot overemphasize the importance of having a leave-in conditioner. A leave-in conditioner is like your moisturizer. It will help you to, one, if you've washed your hair, it will help you to seal in whatever moisture that you've gotten from your um, deep conditioner during the week or midweek when your hair is, is starting to get dry, it's your leave-in conditioner that will help to replenish lost moisture into your hair. So a leave-in conditioner is always good. Even when you want to do like various styles like wash and goes or twist outs and you're using styling products like gels or mousse or something, it's your leave-in conditioner that will put in that layer of moisture before you add in your products, your styling products to give, you know, the desired style and will keep your style moisturized for days. And again, um, is it good for the water to come in as far as misting your hair first before applying that leave-in conditioner? Definitely, definitely. Any product you want to use on your hair, whether it's a leave-in conditioner, any product. This is something that I have learned the hard way because when I went natural, I didn't like water. water. I was always, always, always afraid of water. But, but now I know that you need to use water while you're doing your hair. You know, you mist your hair with the water, you apply the leave-in conditioner. And I've also noticed that um, 
the the water that you mist on your hair actually helps you to use less products because it will help the um, products or the leave-in conditioner to have more sleep and spread more such that you have you now use little and you don't use as much as much okay number four how do i take care of my natural texture hair Taking care of your natural texture or your natural hair shouldn't be hard. Like it's a basic routine. It's wash. You have to cleanse your hair. You have to deep condition your hair and you have to moisturize your hair. Cleansing is necessary to, you know, take out products, build up and stuff so that, you know, your hair can grow. When you don't cleanse your scalp, the dirt and stuff will clog your pores and that can you know slow down your growth you know the hair growth so you have to cleanse your scalp cleanse your hair to remove product buildup so that you know new products can have space to penetrate into your hair and then your deep conditioning deep conditioning like i always like to say is like food to your hair just like you take in food into your body to be healthy you also have to give your hair food by deep conditioning it. And you always have to moisturize your hair with your leave-in conditioner after you're done. It's simple and basic like that. Okay. Number five, what ingredients should I avoid using on my hair? I have noticed that any product that tends to, to contain um, mineral oil any conditioner that tends to contain mineral oil doesn't retain moisture in your hair so much or for long. So I try to leave out products that have mineral oil or conditioners that have mineral oil in them. Now, mineral oil is okay for, you know, if you're using grease, if you're someone who uses grease, I mean, that's one of the major ingredients in there. I'm not knocking grease. I mean, we use grease once or you know, once in a while in our lives. But if you're buying a conditioner, whatever conditioner it is, whether it's a living conditioner, a deep conditioner, whatever, it just make sure you avoid ones with um, mineral oil. Okay. Number six, does retexturizing your hair contribute to texturism? I think it does. Because, I mean, what is the purpose of texturism? Texturism is like two different, I mean, I feel like it's discriminating between textures and you going ahead to retexturize your hair to get a different texture. Just, it, I mean, it just contributes to the whole fact that there is some sort of texture discrimination and you know, a preference towards a particular texture or the belief that a particular texture is not manageable. So I, I, don't, I, I don't believe in retexturizing your hair. I mean, our natural hair is beautiful. And when once you learn the basic step on how to take care of your natural hair, you are good. You do not need to retexturize your hair. Okay. Number seven. Couple tips how to transition from relaxed to natural hair without the big chop. Okay, I know that most people are afraid to um, 
go natural um sorry do the big chop because of you know the no hair look or the no hair effect i didn't transition myself for a couple of reasons but i do know that if you're going to transition you need to have um you need to always use water in your hair. You cannot skip out on using water. You cannot skip out on using water. Use water in your hair because your natural hair texture is going to start growing in and natural hair loves water. So you need to use a lot of water on your hair for moisture. You also need to learn how to detangle your hair properly. You need to know how to handle those two different textures because I know what it means to you know i was relaxed before so i know what it means to have those two different textures and if you do not handle those two different textures well during the detangling session you're going to break off a lot of hair so you need to have a good detangling skill up your sleeves for those two detangling um for those two different textures and another thing is stay away from direct heat stay just keep away, keep the flat irons or the blow dryers aside because I have seen a situation where I've seen a, a case where um, this lady, she was transitioning and she was always using heat to make the natural hair texture to look the same as her relaxed hair texture. And she did this until she did the big chop. After she did the big chop and months, a month or two after when she did the big chop, her real natural hair texture started growing in and the part she thought was natural that looked a little bit loose was actually as a result of heat damage from the flat iron so she be chopped the relaxed hair but had heat damaged natural hair in quotes and then her real texture started growing in again which was much tighter of course and it gave her a lot of issues so stay away from direct heat Number eight, has your hairstyle or texture ever become an obstacle, excuse me, obstacle with work or school? No, it, I'm in school. It hasn't been an obstacle in school for me. I mean, over here in Nigeria, there are a lot of students, girls, lecturers, female lecturers that are going natural and are keeping their natural hair. So it has not been an obstacle for me. I haven't had any case where um, there's a problem with me in school because of my natural hair because lots of girls here or ladies here are beginning to um, you know, accept their natural hair texture. I'm so happy because the natural hair tech, um, natural hair um, movement is now coming into Nigeria, and people are beginning to accept what you know God naturally gave them. So, no. Number nine. Why is hands and hair bad? Now, I would. Yeah, it is bad. But I know that I have severe hand in hair syndrome. I don't know about you, but I do. I have severe hand in hair syndrome. Um, I did an experiment with my hair some time ago because I did notice that I used, I put my hand in my hair so much and a particular spot that I like to touch 
got so weak and started breaking off. And that part was drier than normal. So I did a, I had I made a conscious effort to take my hands off my hair for one week. And I noticed that that spot that you that dried out so much seemed to be drying out so much, retained more, much more moisture, didn't break off. And the, that part started, you know, getting a little bit stronger. It was no longer as weak as it was the, the, the week before. So um, using your hands too much in your hair will weaken your hair and get those parts you're touching too much to break off and your um and your hair will dry out because when you're touching um your hair with your fingers your hands if you notice you will realize that the oils and the products will stick to your hands that's your hands absorbing those products from your hair yes and does it also cause like frizz split ends you know and then you have to end up clipping those ends because you know split ends will travel up the hair shaft yeah that's true yes and that's what i have a bad issue of that hi hands in hair even if i have a protective style i still have to touch my roots if i <laughs> yes i get that too like if i touch my roots it's going to help my hair grow faster you know i just have to touch the hair just to see okay i got a little hair right there okay some some new growth right here that's about a half an inch to an inch of new growth and just have to keep doing it i mean always sometimes i even take down my hair my protective style sooner just so i can attack my hair just to say (laughs) (laughs) i get that too i get that too number 10 what is the damage if you wear your hair string ends out so instead of tucking them in, what kind of damage would you get for just leaving them hanging? Um, <clears throat> what I do notice with natural hair, um, the advantage we have with natural hair is, you know, when I was relaxed, the tip for keeping your hair was to get your hair off your shoulders because the ends will brush on your shoulders and they will break off because, you know, they are interfering with your body and your clothes but the advantage with natural hair or afro textured hair in particular is it grows upwards and outwards so you don't really have that issue of it touching on your skin and you know breaking off the only issue with afro textured hair is it tangles it, it just the strands love each other so much so the the knot up and tangle upon itself themselves so much such that if you leave them out like that for so long they will get so tangled that during your detangling session you you will have to you will lose so much hair than you should that is why it's always advisable that you put it in some stretch style like twist i love to put my hair in twist it's my favorite um putting your hair in stretch style like stretched styles like twist so that it will you know reduce the amount of knotting and tangling together that's just the issue with it but um if you don't have dry weather that would um dry out your hair i I mean it's okay 
I love to rock my fro sometimes. Yes. Number 11. Who is your best or favorite YouTube vlogger? Oh, they are a lot. <laughs> I don't know who's my favorite. <laughs> okay, ranging from This Is Ray Ray. That's our name on YouTube. This Is Ray Ray. Um, Naturally Temi. Um, African Beauty. Nappy Fool. They are a lot. Yes, I like <laughs> Nappy Fool too. Yeah. Yes, Nappy Fool. And... Um, I don't know. Why can't I remember them? There's um, Ruthie Patudi. I don't know if you know her. Of course, I love Natural 85. I love Candid Kings. Um, uh, there, there's so many. I don't know why I can't remember some of them now, but those are the ones that I watch. Nat Nikki, huh? Natural Curly Nikki. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. Who did you find when you first yeah. went natural, though? Okay, the very first person. Okay, now I can't really tell because I went to a website first. The day I decided, okay, I'm going to go natural, I went to a website first. And I don't really know who that was, but I know that I always I always knew um um natural 85 even before i was natural i knew her since i was relaxed and when i went natural it was um naturally temi and ruthie patudi that you know helped me both of them are like 4b 4c so they are the ones who really helped me to learn how to get my hair together okay how do you feel about developing hair care regimen Yeah, you should um, develop a hair, a hair care regimen because a hair care regimen is much like, you know, an established routine. And like every other thing that you do, having a, a routine for what you do helps you to accomplish things better. So having a hair care regimen helps you to have a consistent hair care routine which is necessary for the health of your hair and for growing your hair. I've learned in the past few years that I've kept in my hair that, you know, if you're trying to grow your hair, having a hair care regimen is the best. It will help you to put your routine and your hair care practices in check and know what works for you and what does not work for you, what you need to incorporate and what you need to kick out. Okay, so having a hair care regimen is very good if you're trying to get your hair healthy and long. Moisturize mm -hmm. natural hair should be your number blank priority. One. <laughs> one. Number one. And why number one? <laughs> it should be number one because the thing with hair, hair in general is it's, it thrives on moisture or with moisture. I don't know the English to put there, but it thrives with moisture. If you let your hair be, it's going to dry out. I don't know. Our hair tends to dry out so, so fast. It will dry out so fast and it will break off. Dry hair breaks off. You can't work with dry hair. It gets hard and 
it can easily break off. I mean, when if you, you can't pass a comb through it. I mean, even if you want to put your fingers in your hair, it's better to put hands in hair that is moisturized because there is more elasticity in the hair than if you put your hair in your hands in dry hair. It will snap and break. So your hair has to be moisturized. Your hair will grow faster, break less if your hair is moisturized. I mean, and you two will be happy. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it a good thing to have a support team while being natural? Much like any other thing, I mean, I think human beings, as much as we do not like to admit, we are affected by what other human beings do and say to us. So if we have people who are putting in or giving us positive affirmations towards whatever we are doing, we tend to do it better. So if you have a support group or you have friends or a community of ladies too that are natural and you know when you have your own frustrations with your hair, you have someone or people to vent to that can help you and encourage you, it is so much better. It's so much, it will help you to, I don't know, that's why we have natural hair Facebook groups on Facebook. When I first went natural, I went to Facebook and looked for a community of natural hair ladies and joined the group. It was, it's so empowering to see other ladies like you embracing their natural hair. You have a support team or a support group to, you know, vent to if you're having some frustrations with your hair and they can help you. You know, and sometimes they add sometimes that people do feel like, okay, they can't do it anymore. They want to return back to the relaxer and they come to the group and vent and people help them out. People encourage them to keep going that they can do it. So that's why it's good to always have that support team when you're natural. So what are some of the natural hair groups that you're in, just in case some of the listeners are wondering about their natural hair and just to say needing that support team also could you list a couple of the groups to give them an idea on what to type in when they're looking for the natural hair groups on facebook yeah of course um sometimes it depends on your hair type anyway the first one of the first ones i joined was 4c natural hair queens for growth and moisture that's the name of the of one of them that I'm in. But you could just type in natural hair groups or kinky hair groups and you will see a number of groups um, come out. I know that um, I am in one called I Am Natural. I love the group. Um, Talk Natural Hair for Queens Only. That's the name of another um, natural hair group that I'm in. I'm also in one called um, type four natural hair, another one called natural hair type four. I mean, they're basically like that. Like if you type in um, natural hair or type four natural hair or Afro textured natural hair, there are always a list of them that, you know, come through. Okay. Why is it important to know your hair likes and dislikes? 
so that you will not keep wasting time and money on things that do not work for your hair. Nowadays, natural hair products are really expensive. So you need to know what your hair likes and what your hair doesn't like so that you do not go ahead spending money on products or things that are not going to work for your hair. For instance, if you know that your hair doesn't like thick butters, your hair prefers, you know, lighter um, um, creams, lighter moisture milks, you won't spend your money on a butter cream that is very expensive. You'll know, okay, my hair doesn't like butters and I'm not going to get that. You're going to go for a moisture cream instead. Or if you know your hair doesn't like light stuff, your hair likes like fake butters, you know that's what you're supposed to go go for. If a brand comes through with new products in the line, you know exactly the products that you will pick instead of buying the whole line or, you know, buying stuff that don't work. Basically, it's to avoid spending money and time on things that don't work because it can get frustrating and, you know, Nobody wants that. No, no, not putting a thousands and thousands of dollars down the drain for things that just sit on top of your hair doesn't assist with the growth, the moisture, the health yeah. of the hair. It's like your hair is throwing up, like vomiting and telling you I'm sick, you know, and you're not listening to it. So I always say you have to listen to your hair, which you have to look at your hair and see what products are sinking into the hair strings and what products are sitting on top of the hair strings. Because it's not doing a good job, if you ask me, if it's sitting there. That's just like someone that's supposed to be securing your property. They're not securing your property if they're asleep. How do they know what's going on? Yeah, They're not true. watching any cameras. They're not roaming the hallways to make sure everyone is safe. So you don't want anything that's just sitting on top of your hair. You want something that you know is working into the hair strings. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What should you never say to a person with natural hair? I think the number one thing that, you know, pisses me off is if someone asks me, when are you going to get your hair done? What? My hair is done. This is my hair. It's, this is my Afro. I think you should never ask someone who's natural or Afro texture, when are you going to get your hair done? It's, I mean, I, I feel like it's being disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's being disrespectful. Yeah to the hair like no that is one of the things I don't like and another thing is well I have gotten over this one is asking if the person cut her hair again just because of the shrinkage that was one I used to get a lot when I first went natural but I mean it's okay but never tell someone with natural hair if when or if they're going to get their hair done. Exactly. And another thing is that just because my hair is in its natural state doesn't mean I am sick in the head. That's another thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not on patient, you know, just because I 
don't have relaxed hair. I don't have the European products in my hair. I decided to wear my natural hair at its natural state. It's resting without all that chemical in my head. (laughs) That's the one that get me. They always think that, oh, something is wrong with you because your hair has all this kinks in it. To me, don't remove the kinks from your hair. Remove them from Remove them from your mind. Exactly. I don't want to put all that chemical, creamy crack, conk in my hair. Just let my hair rest. Let my hair be, you know. Let's see. Name a couple things. That's true. You must have during your natural hair journey. Example, like vitamins, fruit. Water. <laughs> um, about that, I feel like you should always have water. Your your body needs water to survive. And what I've learned is that your your hair is one of the last things that your body considers when distributing um products sorry when distributing ingredients especially important ingredients like water and your body puts your hair last so if you're going to be taking anything into your body it has to be something that has water into it because for instance if you're starving or your hair your body doesn't have enough water what i i know is that your hair withdraws, um, your body withdraws all supply to your hair so that it can send it to um, the parts of your body that are necessary for life. And your body doesn't think your hair is necessary for your life yet. So it will withdraw, you know, water source from your hair and your body needs, your hair needs water to survive. So if you're taking in anything let it be water. And if it is fruits that you're taking in, I feel like your fruits should be water-based. I mean, I was reading an article and the name of the article was Eat Your Water. That's eating fruits that have water content. That's um, fruits like watermelon, cucumbers, apples. All those fruits have high percentage of water 98 percent so when you're eating those fruits you're taking in water into your body and it's very very vital and what about vitamins how do you feel about the vitamins um i've never taken vitamins for hair growth so i don't really know but i know that you need to keep your vitamins in check I mean, you need to make sure that whatever you're eating has enough vitamins. Um, I know, but I did read about vitamins for hair growth in an article, but it's been long. But I do know that I came across an article that said that um, vitamins like vitamin A helps to prolong your hair cycle. I don't know if you know about hair cycle. That's the length of time that your hair is supposed to grow before it eventually shades off. Everybody has different growth cycles. So your growth cycle could be seven years. And after seven years, the hair sheds off and new one comes through. So 
I've heard that vitamins like vitamin A helps to um, increase your growth rates or your growth cycle. So taking in vitamins helps, but I, I don't really know about taking vitamins for, for hair growth. Yes, and having a good diet, um, having those proteins, all yeah. those. Yeah, yes, proteins really help too for your hair to strengthen your hair. That's yes. True. Okay, let's see. What else would you like to share about natural hair okay about natural hair um this one is coming from my heart <laughs> i have a little bit of issue like i have a, a little bit it's something i want to say i see a lot of division in the afro texture community or the natural hair community for instance if um a youtuber with Clear Afro textured hair um, has its its moisturized curls are popping hair has a lot of shine. You will see people in the comment section telling him or her what her curl pattern is and what it is not when it is clear that it's an afro. But just because some tiny curls are picking out, then it's not, or because it's got some great shine then it's not foresee. That brings a lot of division. I see it a lot. And to be honest, it can get annoying. I think the solution to this is people should stop saying um, 4B or 4C hair has no curl pattern. That I think that's where all this problem of curl policing started. A curl doesn't need to be loose or big or have large diameters. They are tight very small, kinky, or tiny curls, even though they are not so, not so visible. If there is shrinkage, there is a curl pattern. That's why straight hair has no shrinkage because there is no curl. Shrinkage makes curls or curl pattern possible. That's why if one straightens her hair, it can only revert back when shrinkage, aka curl pattern has occurred. As before, C with the higher shrinkage means tighter curls. 4C curls are perfectly and magnificently created by nature. They do not need to meet society standards of curl pattern or curl definition. If you say 4C hair doesn't have curl pattern, then you would be saying the hair doesn't have shrinkage. And then you'd be saying the hair is straight, which is not. So let us as sisters refrain from doing things and saying things that separate each other. We should instead love and support each other in all our endeavors. I mean, people are going natural. I feel we should encourage each other to embrace our journeys, our textures, and not look for ways to separate yes, each other. Yes, I think we should lift each other up instead of tear each other down. And I do get tired of all the negativity talk in the comments or going live on Facebook or YouTube and putting another person down instead of helping them out or bringing them up or showing someone something new that they probably didn't know about their hair, if that's what you know. But if you haven't been there or is rocking a natural hair or have rocked a natural hair, then what is it for you to tell another natural something negative? 
about their hair. I don't understand that. And we're here to support each other in these groups, not yeah. to tear each other down. Because some of us feel some type of way, especially after returning back to those natural roots, because all we knew was in our early years, Exactly. And then some of us also feel even more stressed because we do the big chop. So now we don't have the uh, straight, long, relaxed hair anymore. You know, you have to deal with the TWA. So, yes, the negativity is a very big thing that tears us down even more when we're looking for that support team. How can we follow you? Do you have a social media page? Um, I know you said you had a YouTube page. Do you have a web, like a blogger? Or? Yes, I do. I do have an Instagram account um, page where I do try to share my, you know, natural hair tips on Instagram, it's the Dynamite Natural. So it's just they underscore Dynamite underscore Natural. And also my YouTube channel. So you can come over there too and subscribe. <laughs> Shameless blog. <laughs> I also have a Facebook page. Also, it's the Dynamite Oh, we'll Natural just catch well. you in one of those groups. And you can follow this group. Yeah. From Wig Weave to Natural which is also this podcast channel name from we weave to natural. Yeah. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or you can come back here for another one of our segments. And I thank you so much, Miss Dynamite Natural for being on my podcast. And when you're ready for me, I'm ready to do an interview with you also. It was nice having you, and you, and you so did say that you were going hear. to school. What are you going to school for? I'm a student. Oh, I'm congratulations, and I wish you the best. Until we, again, you take care Thank of that you hair, much. yourself, your schoolwork, and family, and Listeners, thank you for listening yeah. to us today. Surround yourself with positive people. Get your good support team if you're looking to go natural or if you're transitioning or just big chop. Look us up on Facebook and we're here to support you. Until then, you all take care. Be nice to one of another and have a great rest of the year. Bye.